Hi everyone, welcome to the Turn It Up Marriage Tips Podcast with your host, Kelly Dupay. This podcast is filled with easy to understand and easy to apply tips and tools so that you can have the lifelong marriage that you really want. I hope you're excited because today's episode is really going to help you. Here it is. Hey everybody, hope you're doing well today. Have you ever gotten really angry at your husband or your wife? Or have they ever gotten really angry at you? Have you ever lost your temper and then regretted what you said or did later? Well, I think we can all relate to that. We've all done that. Well, the Bible says that love is not easily angered. What do you think that means? Well, stick around as we talk about this and apply this verse to our lives so that you can have the lifelong marriage that you really want. Welcome to the Turn It Up Marriage Tips and Tools Show. Hi, I'm Coach Kelly, pastor, police chaplain, marriage coach, and author of the book, Turn It Up, How to Have the Lifelong Marriage That You Really Want. Hey, this is part eight of a series called Love Is. We're looking at each of the characteristics of love found in the love chapter in the Bible, which is 1 Corinthians 13. Today, we're looking at 1 Corinthians 13, 5, where it says that love is not easily angered. What do you think that means? Well, to be easily angered means that you're easily provoked or triggered, or you have a short fuse. In other words, just about anything is going to make you angry. Um, That you allow your anger to explode on your spouse, your friends, your kids, everybody that's around you. It's just right there at the surface. Easily angered means it's going to explode at any moment. Or you may think of it this way, that you're giving a felony response to a misdemeanor offense. When you're easily angered, every little thing can just blow up into something huge and you make a big deal out of it. That's why I call it a felony response to a misdemeanor offense. And that you might be angry at everything in your life and then explode at any little annoyance or inconvenience. You see, we get angry when things don't go the way we want them to, when people do or say things that offend us, when we get hurt by someone, or when we feel out of control. You see, anger is a protest. It says, I don't like what's happening, and I'm not feeling good about it. And so there's that feeling of anger. And, you know, sometimes it's justified. Sometimes there's a reason to be angry. But when anger explodes, that's when it gets out of control. And this is one of the biggest things I find in marriage coaching that can damage a marriage so easily is the uncontrolled anger that just explodes. So that's why it says that love is not easily angered. So what does it mean to not be easily angered? Well, it means you don't get offended easily. You give grace to others when they make a mistake. You give people the benefit of the doubt. Oh, you know what? That guy probably didn't mean to cut me off on the freeway. He's just probably not paying attention. Um, Or maybe I was in his blind spot. So you give him, you know, the benefit of the doubt. You let things go instead of making an issue out of everything. And sometimes, you know, there is a reason to respond and to let someone know that you're angry. You don't want to hold it all in, but you also don't want to make a big deal out of little things. You let things go when you're not easily angered. You respond calmly when someone is angry at you rather than getting defensive. When you're not easily angered, 
you get angry over the things that really matter, okay? But not the small things that don't matter. You calm down and then you have a calm confrontational conversation with, with a person that's hurt you or made you angry uh, or offended you. You don't let people push your buttons or make you angry, but you set boundaries with them. And then not being easily angered means that you apologize when you lose your temper. You take responsibility for your feelings and responses. So if you're the kind of person that gets angry easily, what can you do about it? Well, here's a few suggestions. Step one, admit you have a problem, an issue, a challenge, a struggle, whatever you want to call it. Um, but admit that you need help and that you have a problem and surrender it to Jesus. God, I have this issue. I get angry really easily and I don't like it because I know that it's damaging my relationships, especially with the people that I really care about. My wife, my husband, my kids, uh, my parents, my brothers and sisters, whoever it might be that you really care about, your loved ones. Step two is to repent, which means to go a different direction, to make new choices. Step three then is to ask God and others for help which means you come to the Lord in prayer and you grow in your relationship with God. Asking others for help means you talk to a friend about your anger problem. You talk about why you're angry with your loved ones and you get their support as well. You could also get help from a coach or a therapist. Um, and then get input on anger management strategies. How do you do that? Books, podcasts, videos. I've got several recordings on both my um, video channel as well as my podcast about how to have that calm confrontational uh, conversation. So check those out. Um, and then step four is you do things differently. You start making better choices. Instead of letting that anger explode, you say, you know what? I'm going to let it go this time. So I'm not encouraging, by the way, to just hold it all in, okay? No. But what I am encouraging you to do is don't just explode over the littlest thing. Um, in fact, in James, it says, be slow to speak, quick to listen, and slow to become angry. So give your anger some time. Don't be easily angered, but instead make it hard for someone to really get you angry. But when you do get angry, then let it be for something that you really is worth fighting for and fighting about, something that you need to respond to in an appropriate way. And like I said, the best way to do it is to calm down and then have that that confrontational conversation in a calm manner. Let go of trying to control things in your life. Trust God and, and stop trying to be God in all of the different little things because that could be a source uh, for your anger. And then if you do get angry, when you feel that anger starting to build, do me a favor, do yourself a favor, and calm down first. And the best way to do that is to walk away from that conversation or that situation. And I kid you not, take a drink of water. And there's a reason for that. Check out my other um, recordings if you want to know why. And then once you calm down, you can then go back to the person and confront them and share how their action made you feel in a calm way. And then basically you can ask them not to do that again. You know, so would you please not do that? It's a simple formula and you can do that. 
or then set some boundaries. Hey, I want to be close to you, but when you do these kinds of things, it's really difficult for me to do that. I don't want to get angry. I don't want to get mad at you, but I want you to do what's what um, these things, okay? Please don't do this and do this instead, whatever it is, the boundary that you need to set. And you could say, you know what? Um, you know, because boundaries without consequences don't really work. So what would be the consequence? Well, maybe we're not going to have a really close relationship or friendship if these things aren't respected. So set those boundaries. And then obviously admit that you're, um, that you're human, okay? And we all blow it when it comes to angry. I have, um, and those around me have as well. So you know what? When you blow it, ask forgiveness. Go to that person and say, I'm sorry. I let my anger um, just get out of control. And I shouldn't have said what I, sh- what I said. I reacted in an angry manner, and I'm sorry for that. Um, you see, explosive anger is, like I said earlier, one of the most damaging things that can um, occur in a marriage or relationship. So if you want to have a great marriage, if you want to be close to your loved ones, learn uh, uh, to do what the Bible says in Ephesians 4.26, which is another great verse, which says, be angry, but don't sin. Remember, anger is not a sin, but if you lose control, it becomes hurtful, then it is. So to have the marriage that you really want, remember that love is not easily angered. Well, hey, if you like this recording, be sure to like, comment, share. And if you're watching this on YouTube, hit the subscribe button right now. And don't forget that I'm offering a digital copy of my book, Turn It Up, How to Have the Lifelong Marriage That You Really Want, for just $3.75. That's 75% off the price on Amazon. Just go to turnitup.coach slash 75. And the paperback is only $4.99. Also, I'm offering a free clarity call with me. So click on the link that's in the description or in my bio and um, you can then get to that place and book that call and we can figure out what's going on and what you can do to strengthen your marriage. So that's it for this episode of the Turn It Up Marriage Tips and Tools Show. Until next time, may God bless you as you turn it up. Hey everybody, it's Kelly, and thank you for listening to this episode of my podcast. If there's anything else I can do for you, please reach out to me at my website, which is turnitup.coach. There you'll find lots of other free marriage and relationship resources. Also, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please follow, rate, and review this show so that I can let other people know about it as well. It really, really helps, and I would love to hear your thoughts and uh, see how you review it. So thank you very much in advance for following, rating, and reviewing this podcast. Lastly, I have a free Facebook group called Turn It Up, a group about relationships and marriage, and I'd love to have you join us. So look us up on Facebook and uh, apply to join us, and I'll be glad to accept you. Thanks for listening again. God bless you.